0: Welcome on in. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio Kyle Quinn, behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. On a Monday, it is Super Bowl week, and we're talking about meniscus Super flaps. Super
1: Bowl
2: week. It is. Good morning, Hugh. How you doing? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. Make sure y'all get a good, healthy breakfast before y'all go to work. That's all, all
0: I got. Simple, but effective today. I like that. No, no, all right, the Daily sense, Douglas there. All right, good morning, everyone. As we start a new week, yes, it is Super Bowl week, and we will talk about the game and, of course, the Eagles. As uh, It's a year ago. They were in this game, and, uh, and we were in Arizona getting ready for that game a year ago. A lot has changed. We'll get to all that, but here's what doesn't change. Joel Embiid is headed to surgery. He is going to have surgery. He's hurt, knee. hurt. Yeah, he's hurt, hurt, which is unfortunately the story of his career a lot of times. And this time, we're dealing with a meniscus flap. Every time Joel gets hurt over the years, I have to go and search what this means. It's like, you know, you know, you follow enough, you hear enough, you hear about typical injuries, right? ACL, MCL, meniscus, mm-hmm. These you hear about these all the time. But then Joel a lot of times has these things where like, what is that? So now we're dealing with a meniscus flap, and we're not going to know, Hugh, until he goes under the knife for surgery. How, how severe it is. Yeah, it's basically a tear. It's just a matter of, is it a small tear? And then he'll be back in maybe six to eight weeks. Or is it a big tear? And, you know, quite frankly, it could end his season. I mean, it could be the end of his season if it is that. And, Hugh, as we start off the show today, here's where I'm at on Joel Embiid. He is a wonderful player. He has been an incredible guy on the court. He's on the court. MVP caliber, won an MVP. We know all that. And a lot of these injuries are just unfortunate, right? They're out of his hands. They are what they are. But I'm at the point now after a decade, I... I I don't believe anymore. I used. I think we all believed and wanted to believe at some point when they draft this guy, it could end in a championship. That was the whole point of the process. Hugh, I don't believe anymore. I don't believe the Sixers will ever win a title with Joel. Now, they may keep trying, and I'm not saying while well, he's here, they shouldn't try, but I'm at the point now where I don't believe this thing ends in a championship. He's a great player. He has not been at his best. He has not been physically able to perform deep into the postseason. I just don't think he's the kind of guy and this is the franchise that is going to win a title. I, I just, I don't think this is going to happen, Hugh.
2: I believe it still can happen. I, I, I don't think, like, I think that when a lot of people feel like Joel Embiid is going to bring us a title, I think he's going to be a part of it. Now, as he gets older and these injuries start to mount, you know, it, it's starting to, you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you start to think, you know, 10 years in going into his 11th season and having these type of injuries, they're going to catch up with him at some point. But what I do like about this is the growth of Tyrese Maxi. I said this last year, Joe, and I still stand behind this. I feel like if given the opportunity that Tyrese Maxi could be a hell of a player. He's starting to emerge as that guy. Now, Joel Embiid is still the, one of the best players on the planet. I know that a lot of people might argue with that because of the situation that he's in right now, but he is. He was MVP last year. So I feel like with his presence out there on the court, they're a much better team. Now, his role might not be – as as uh prevalent as it has been in the past, but I still believe that he will be a part of this this Sixers organization when they do win a title.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. A, I I wish I believed that, Hugh. I, I no longer do. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So here here's what I think. I, I think you have to have a top five ish player mm-hmm. playing at his best and healthy to win titles. I mean that's how you just go through every year, right? There's an outlier maybe once every twenty or thirty years, but it's the Jokic's, it's the Kawais, it's the Lebrons, it's the Curries. And that guy's got to be Joel. I know you're high on Maxie. I don't view him in that. I don't think Maxie's the guy that leads a team to an NBA championship. I, I just Now, maybe he'll become that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet. I, I think that's a rare error. Now, Joel's got that ability. Like Joel's that guy. He's supposed to be that guy. But it's like, as I, I get, we get ready for the surgery, what are the two options we have on the table? Like, best case... He's back at six to eight weeks yes and we hope to get him ready for the playoffs but he's probably not going to be really himself because he's coming off of surgery and hasn't played in two months or he's out and then it means we just go through an entire season an entire postseason without him It just feels like we keep telling ourselves something's going to change it's been a it decade it's been a decade his body I I, I think two things one as a player, he has some flaws in big moments and teams defend him differently. But as a physical athlete, I don't think his body can sustain the rigors to get you through it. Like Kobe, Kobe didn't have this. LeBron didn't have this. Yeah, they were different athletes. Michael though. didn't have this. I just, yeah. these, these are who the champions are in the NBA. Champions don't have another injury every year. It's, it's, it's very hard to win that way. And I just feel like this entire era has been based on, well, eventually it'll work. I don't think it's going to work, everybody. I mean, I'm at the point now where I think this is – do we just appreciate him for what he is and say he was a great player and he scored a lot of points? I, I just – I've stopped expecting a championship.
2: It's unfortunate. No question about that, and I know a lot of people are upset about it. But I think that when you have – I think Nick Nurse can figure out a way to maximize maximize Joel Embiid's effectiveness and also give him the rest that he needs in order to be effective in the in the playoffs. Now – with the trade deadline coming up this week, I what I think's Thursday? Thursday.' They're still like, it, it all depends on how severe this knee injury is. Now I was, I'm thinking, I'm not a doctor, but a player one on TV. Six to eight weeks. That's about the sweet spot that we were talking about to have him out for the season anyway. So I feel like this. We go out and get another player to go along with them, and let's make a push. Let's let Maxie grow, and then, you know see what happens this year. Not ready to not ready to throw in the towel this year. Yeah. Really not ready to throw in the
0: towel. I know you're not. A lot of people weren't. We talked about it last week. 215-592-9494. When I think of NBA superstars, it's like quarterbacks and superstars in the NBA. They're very similar the way we think about them. Mm-hmm. Every other position touch, in sports. Touch players. Yeah, and, and I think every other position in sports, it's just so much more dependent on who's around you. You just, you know, I, I don't say this about a baseball pitcher because one guy can only do so much in that sport. But when I think about basketball stars, and I think about quarterbacks, I think are you a hoist-the-trophy guy? I don't believe Joel Embiid's a hoist-the-trophy player. I I believe he's a really great player. He scores a lot of points. He's been a wonderful draft pick considering we didn't even know what he'd give us, and he gave them a lot. But hoist-the-trophy players are great in the big moments, and unfortunately Joel Embiid has not been great in big moments, and they stay on the court. LeBron James, hoist-the-trophy guy. Michael Jordan, hoist-the-trophy guy. Steph Curry. I and mean, these guys don't get hurt all the time, or at least they didn't in their prime. Maybe when they're old and whatever, like Curry and LeBron now, it's different, but not when they were in their prime. This is supposed to be Joel Embiid's prime, and unfortunately, like, we're talking ourselves into surgery because that might be the best thing. Think about that for a second. We're talking ourselves, in. this could be good. He's got a knee that's so bad. In the middle of a season where he's the MVP, they're sending him to the surgery table this week. That's not great. 215-592-9494. Do you still believe the Sixers could win a championship with Joel Embiid? I I no longer do. Let's hear from Woj here the latest on this procedure and what the Sixers are hoping for.
3: Uh, He's going to have that procedure in the next few days, and after that, they'll have a better idea of exactly how long he's going to be out. It's tricky. When you've had multiple surgeries, you are 7 foot and 280 pounds or 85, whatever Joel is. It's not necessarily easy to know going in what exactly they're going to find, see, what the recovery is exactly going to be. So they're holding off. But I was told that the door is certainly not closed on Embiid being back this season. If you look at meniscus surgeries, you can see him anywhere from four weeks on the short end. That might be somebody maybe having their first to eight weeks, four to six, six to eight. That's sort of the general vicinity, Bobby. And so we'll see with Embiid, you know, eight weeks still gets him back before the end of the regular season.
0: Eight weeks, That the way he framed that, the door's not closed and I'm coming back. That didn't exactly make me feel great because that means the door's closing, right? It's like not fully closed, but it's not wide open either. And also, eight weeks gives him very little ramp up time to the postseason. I'm bummed out. I mean, Joel Embiid. This is obviously worse than we thought it would be because if it was not that bad, they wouldn't do surgery. Two one five five nine two. He hedged a little bit
2: too. Ninety four. He did hedge when he was talking about you know a guy of this size and being a little I bit know. older. He was like, yeah. I mean that there is, and it's not his first surgery. Yeah, on the it's meet. not his first rodeo. So yeah, they're being real optimistic, but at the same time. They're letting you know that, you know, it might not it might not be that great when they go in there and look at it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm you at know. the point now where I don't believe the Sixers are ever going to win a title with this guy. It's a shame, and, and I understand a lot of people pin their hopes that he'd be the guy, and he's been a good Sixer. He's, and, and Spike said it last week, his peak has been as good as anyone that's ever won the shooter from that we've ever seen. But there's a difference between a great player and a championship player, and unfortunately, I don't think he's built for it. Kyle, what are you feeling this morning as we uh, wait – Joel Embiid's latest surgery.
3: So you're, you're tickling me a little bit today, Joe. With right. the, like, I no longer believe. I, I I I don't believe anymore. What 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 changed? Joel Embiid is an injury-prone player. Did it, did this shock you that like Joel Embiid is injured and needs surgery? This is not new information that Joel Embiid's hurt and he's going to be out for an extended period of time. I actually looked at this weekend and the news of him getting surgery as a positive development for the Sixers. We scream about. Growth, grow up. You know, where's the adult in the room? Why is he cracking under pressure of of social media and and pushing for the MVP? This is him growing up. He just shut it down for the season so that he could potentially be fully healthy for the postseason. Think about that. We might actually have a fully healthy Joel Embiid for this postseason this year. So I, I don't understand why everybody's giving up. This was a positive development. For the Sixers, they can add peace at this trade deadline. Give Joel Embiid, you know, if it's eight weeks, and that that seems like what they're saying is is the long uh, point of that timetable. Like, what if he has a little bit of a runway for Joel Embiid to get condition, head into the playoffs, they surround Tyrese Maxey and Treadwater with a few pieces at the trade deadline. I'm not even giving up hope for this season, let alone the, the, the entirety of Joel Embiid's career. Some guys don't win championships until they're over, like over 30. Or I mean, you see, guys it takes a long time for them to actually do it. So I don't think the fact that Joel Embiid's getting surgery right now is like, oh, the season's over. I think this is actually the best case scenario given the injury, given the news that we had for for a, a chance at a Sixers run this year. I'm not even giving up on this year, Joe. He still believes. You still believe? You guys still still believe, believe everyone's,
0: a everyone's
3: a believer. Everyone's a
2: believer in here. You gotta believe, man. Way well, too much money for these
0: tickets. When do we face reality? And does anyone want to do that? Or are we just gonna no, just? not? Nah. now nah. no one's nah. faced reality. Nah. Ten years in, you can't stay healthy. Can't stay nah. can play a full season. Can't go through the playoffs. I think we
3: are facing it is reality. Depressing. All right, it so, is so two though. things. So
0: two things. It I I appreciate <laughs> Kyle's perspective. I actually do because he saw it a totally different way than I did. He saw it as he's maturing. He chose the surgery to get back for the playoffs. He might be right. You guys might be right. You know how I viewed it.
2: How you brew Like he hurt
0: again. All well, right, oh, doc- here we go. No, the doctor told him you have to have surgery. I don't. I don't think he chose to go under the knife for the good of the team. I think he was told we got to We got operate here. Like it, and hopefully we'll find a lesser tear and we could get you back as soon as possible. But I. I think he, he had no choice. That surgery was the diagnosis for multiple doctors, and he had no choice but to go with it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's how you hop board. He still believe the Sixers could win a championship with Joel Embiid. I no longer do. And, and, Kyle, you're right. I mean, there are some players that do it. Dirk Davitsky comes to mind. It took him a while, and he broke through in year number 12 or 13, whatever it was for him when he beat the Heat. It can happen. I'm I just I'm run, I'm running out of belief that it's going to happen for Joel Embiid, and it's going to happen for the Sixers. I, this has been a decade of waiting for Joel Embiid to be something he's not. And I think we're, we're painting a picture here. It's like, guys, how many more – Playoff runs. We have to go into where he's either hobbled, needs surgery, or is coming now maybe off of surgery. I, I don't see it happen. at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you still believe? Because at one point, everyone in this city believed they could win with this guy. We, yeah. like, whether we told ourselves or you watched him play for the first time or you watched him develop, and it's like, wow, this is rare.
2: You know, Trust he, the process. The whole process. Yeah. I, well, that's a big part of it, right? Yeah, he was yeah. the symbol of yeah, it. Yeah. He was the process. And now his it, like. The reality of the reality is this: his body is starting to fail him. and he's still a good player. Let me let me say that first. He's still a good player, but you are concerned about the fact that it feels like every year he's dealing with a knee issue. But I think the bright side of this is that we have a competent coach that can, you know, know learn his player and start to to spot play him, if you will. I don't think like his MVP. I think that was his uh. His, his shiny moment as far as trying to get that again. I think that moving forward with Joel Embiid, you're probably going to have to uh, be real strategic in how you rest him throughout the course of the year. But I like the fact that Max is growing as a player. And if we go out and get some more, some more guys around him, some more supporting cast members, I still believe that he can be a, big, a, a huge catalyst to help us win a, a championship here.
0: So the other, there's one other part to this. Then write to your phone calls, 215-592-9494. If Joel Embiid was a great playoff player, I think Hugh, I, I could I could see your side of it more. I could see like, all right, just yeah, get, he's,
2: he's come up short in the
0: playoffs. Yeah, like question. get him healthy, and that's all you got to do. It's but that's not it with Joel. He's been a worse playoff player. So uh, even that, even full health, I don't even know what I'm getting in the playoffs because he hasn't played as well in the postseason. It, it's what, what we have right now is is a bummer, and we have what we ha- we have a, a guy that is a great player, but I don't believe it's ever going to end at a championship here, and it, it just it hurts because you don't get players
3: like this very often uh, he has been banged up in post seasons though which could contribute to why he hasn't performed as well i'm sure now, it does if we get him fully healthy this postseason, who knows maybe we see a different version of joel we could
0: are you i'm not i'm done, i'm done banking on it I, I, like you guys live in in pie in the sky let's hope for the best yes
2: it I'm has okay been with that.
0: a decade why? i he's working uh, guys, I guys, I I I I wish I shared that. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll have that optimism two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you still believe the Sixers can win a title with Joel Embiid? I do not. I, I think the era is is effectively over. We just have not acknowledged it yet as a city. Will in the Northeast. What's up, Will?
2: Will.
4: Hey, gentlemen. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, what are you Will. Doing this morning, Will. Uh, let me just say, man, it's one team that's always winning, and that's ninety four point one, baby. I love you guys, man. You know, y'all y'all, y'all y'all help a lot of people, man, get get a little bit of stuff off their chest.
0: Appreciate you listening, bro. Yeah, wow. Well, we appreciate
4: you being part of it. Man, what do you think? What do you want to get off your chest today? Oh man, look, but and B, you know, I'm 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 gonna rock it out with him because it's like if he really rehab and, you know, do it the right way and hopefully he could come back and at least eighty percent. You know, he we still may have a shot, but like I said last week, man. If these guys continue to play together like they playing, man, we we still may have a shot without them, man, and, and it'd be a good thing if we can accomplish that because you know then we could have more leaders on the team. You know what I mean? Um, another thing with Jalen, um, uh, I just I just you know hope everything go right for the whole entire team, man, and I just hope they keep the the, the proper players that they need to keep. You know because. Like I said, we don't want to keep breaking these teams up and breaking them up and keep bringing in new players. And then, How are we going to ever build a dynasty? Or how are we ever going to get a winning uh, season, like two or three seasons, if we can't keep some of the same good players? You know what I mean? Yeah, continuity, um, Will, does matter.
0: I mean, it, it does. You see that you watch a team like the Niners. A lot of the same players, that core they've had for a long time. It does matter when you have good young players. You want to keep it together.
4: Right. And, you know, um, hopefully uh, one day, man, y'all can have a contest. So maybe I can meet you guys. Now, I met Joe, John, and um, James, you know, with a contest. But, you know, i love to, to meet you guys. Uh, Will, we're, we're going
0: to make that wild. happen. Yeah, so it's actually, we're going to have a, as a show, we're going to meet and plan some things for the spring. And, yeah, we, we went to a Phillies game last year. We'll definitely do something like that again, Will. So we'll let you know what we're going to
4: do, all right? All right, cool, man. Thank you so much. There we go. Well, we appreciate it?
0: Yeah, so the idea there of of maybe that this is a blessing in disguise. And you kinda of said that, Hugh, the blessing in disguise of the timing of the injury. Yeah. It gives guys but do we think they're gonna stay
2: afloat without him the rest of the season? Yeah, that's 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 the question. They're four and, and ten I, now this season without him. Yeah, and that's the question. I think that Coach Nurse is gonna have to do some creative coaching. I think that you're probably gonna have to go out this is the thing. You're gonna probably have to go out and get a rental player or somebody that, that you can get under contract. I'm still thinking Jonathan Murray cuz I know he still has some years on his contract mm-hmm. from the from the Hawks. There's not a, there are slim pickings out there right now as far as what you can trade for. There there is. And then, a then there's a whole the, lot of slim pickings. Yeah, there is not much. And then you wonder does there more like, when they go do the surgery tomorrow. Let's if they find out it's it's on the worst end, are they even going to try? I think you should I, you at least owe it to the guys that are playing to try. I think you do need to do that. Now, at the expense of the future, though, is this this year is dead without him. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Now, what does that look like? Do you go out and do you get an expiring contract or do you get somebody that that you have a little bit more control over? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that that's the issue, right?
0: There. I know if I'm Darryl Morey, I, I'm not trading anything significant for anyone. I mean, my best player is having surgery on his knee. I mean, tomorrow, over this week, whatever it is, I can't trade anything of, of big significance. Let's talk to uh, Charles in Upper Darby. What's up, Charles? Charles.
1: Hey, how y'all feeling? Hey, what's doing, Charles. What's up, buddy? Not much. I I'm just sitting here and I'm listening and and it's like I I'm kind of getting frustrated because. Everybody's saying, you know, Joel Embiid's injury prone. And, but most of his injuries are caused by other people. I mean, he was beat up in the playoffs by the Nets. And they pretty much beat him up that bad and he got injured. The guy falls on his leg. He gets his eye broke by, you know, faults his shoulder. It's a lot of other things that went into him getting injured. So, but Charles, I, say,
0: I, I got you, but he's physically not built to withstand this stuff. Like, every player that plays a long time in the NBA has elbows and knees and they fall down awkward. Some guys keep getting up. He, his body doesn't withstand
1: it. But how many people can get injured? How many people have, all right, if someone falls on your leg, a heavy person falls on your leg, how many people can just get up from that and, and just walk it off? I mean, there's, I mean, you're getting hit by other professional athletes. Who, they're strong people so their blow is a norm isn't normal from a normal person uh, totally I mean <clears throat>
0: Charles to be honest I I wouldn't get up from one hit I mean I'd be on the ground for for days but my point is it's unfortunate and I understand your point but michael got knocked down leBron gets got knocked he still gets knocked down Kobe like certain guys are durable and they just are able to withstand and he can it's it's just it's unfortunate I, I just think it's the reality of his body he doesn't he doesn't last. Like, he just can't get through full seasons. Jokic is a big dude. He doesn't get hurt.
1: But Jokic doesn't play like
0: Embiid plays. Wow. Jokic, but that's, but that's he's, part. He's, sure. He's a, wait, Charles, AI, AI went among the trees, and he was durable. And he was
1: always injured.
0: Well, wow, no, but he played. I mean, AI used to play. He didn't play every I mean, I grew up. Oh, Charles, player. I think you're forgetting. A- he a- led I- the
2: league in minutes every year. Yeah, AI was known for being a little durable, a little tough. He was always banged up, but he did play hard, though. But it wasn't. His injuries wasn't as extreme to,
1: you know, getting hit in, in the eye with the shoulder. Like, I don't think he would have came out with a broken eye socket. I mean. Well, no,
0: I mean, he may be not. And, Charles, I, I get it. And some of this has been unfortunate. Charles, it's a good phone call. But I think we just excuse. tell ourselves that because not we excuses. feel bad.
2: I mean, it, it's it, it, Charles, I know what you're trying to do. But but the bottom line is this. You can't make excuses for it. It is what, It is what it is. I mean, it's unfortunate that he gets hurt the way that he gets hurt. But there is a pattern here. And sometimes some guys just have trouble staying healthy. Hell of a player. Like I'm not taking away anything that Joel Embiid has accomplished. It's just unfortunate that he is the type of guy, probably not built for the NBA season. He's like not. And you have to cut him back. That, that That's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I, I am not on the, on the train of trading. I don't want to trade him. I think that we can win a championship with him. You just have to be smart about the way that you play this guy.
0: Yeah, and Hugh, I, I I think that idea is probably the best one. You know, use him differently, play, start later in the season, all that kind of stuff. But I still don't know if I'm getting a great, great, great greatness in the postseason when he's there. Anyway, 215-592-9494 Jump in now as we discuss Joel Embiid headed for surgery. Here, do you still believe the Sixers can win a title with Joel? I no longer do. I. I it's, it's a tough realization, but I no longer believe this thing ends with a championship. Hugh believes they can. We'll get to your phone calls here. And the trade deadline is Thursday. Woj and Bobby Marks speculated on what the Sixers might do. We'll play some of the audio next. Plus, the pro football doc with John Clark. When does he expect to see Joel Embiid? Is it this season? That's next. Your phone calls. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIPA.